You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings Podcast from Newstalk ZB. If you were listening to the Mike Hosking Breakfast this morning, and why wouldn't you be, you would have heard the police commissioner and the police minister trying to explain the inexplicable. How a young man with violent tendencies who'd assaulted his partner, threatened to take out her family, was able to get his hands on a shotgun and wreak havoc with it in downtown Auckland, killing two, wounding eight. Ultimately, it comes down to a call by an individual judge. And they will never be able to get it right 100% of the time. Christy Marceau was murdered by a young man out on bail after previously offending against her. Blessie Gotinko was run down, raped and murdered by a man on electronic monitoring. And now we have Matthew Reed who joins the roll call of shame. And there are many, many more. These are just the, the high profile cases. I feel for the judges. I really do. As Andrew Costa said this morning, there is no perfect equation that will allow judges to get it right 100% of the time. And when they do get it wrong, the consequences are just awful. For some of us in our jobs, we can make mistakes and the consequences are not fatal or devastating. I make mistakes in my job and people get really annoyed and cross with me and I feel terrible about it, but at least I know I haven't got somebody's death on my hands. You're a doctor, you're a judge, you're a police officer, you get it wrong. There are major consequences. And there is no perfect solution. You can't look at a piece of paper and a report and say, right, one plus one equals two. This man will be able to go to work to rebuild his life after this event where he's lost control and will keep him within society rather than ostracising him. I would far rather have people working if they can while serving out a home detention sentence. But both Ginny Anderson and Andrew Costa kept talking about the independence of the judiciary. And Mike was getting incredibly frustrated, saying, why can't you call them out? Why can't you say they're making the wrong calls? They banged on and on about the independence of the judiciary. But we have a government that campaigned on keeping people out of prison, not just keeping people out of prison, but cutting prison numbers by 30%. That is what they campaigned on. Judges, in effect, are being exhorted to keep people out of prison. If that's not sending a message to judges, I don't know what is. Andrew Little you know, he, he was the justice minister at the time. We have got to get prison numbers down. There are people in prison who shouldn't be there. They've got to, we have got to cut prison numbers by 30% in 15 years. That is what they campaigned on. So what are judges hearing? Do what you can to keep people out of prison. And I would far rather we didn't have a high prison population. At one stage, we were right up there, again, in the the wrong end of the stats, for more people in prison per head of population than just about any other country. I agree it's better to keep people out of jail where you can, but not at the expense of public safety. And again, there is no perfect equation. But look at this teen mob member. That just infuriated me. Stevie Taunoa, who was a teen mob member, broke into a woman's home and decently assaulted her 
she was pregnant, he got 12 months home detention. This is after he broke into her home, covered her mouth with a piece of clothing, indecently assaulted her, grabbed her in a headlock when she fought back, dragged her to the ground, pulled out a screwdriver and threatened to stab her. She sounds like a gutsy woman. She managed to wrestle the screwdriver away from him before he overcame her and pinned her down for about 30 seconds before running away. And the young child sleeping with her had woken up during the tussle. So you would have to say there were aggravating factors in that assault. But he gets home detention. That's what the judge gave him. Is he going to realise and appreciate that he got a lucky break and make the most of it? Is it likely he'll enrol at his local polytech while on Home D and begin the process of learning a trade so that he can, or a profession, and become a law-abiding contributing member of society? Not very likely, especially given that when he made his way back to the police cell after being given home detention, he yelled out, Cracked it! (laughs) And if he didn't have a cultural report bought and paid for by Harry Tam, I'd be stunned and amazed. He may not have done. But given he was from Hawke's Bay, given he's a teen mobster, cracked it hardly sounds like a young man who appreciates he's had a second chance at life, does it? It sounds like somebody who knows he's got one over the justice system. They can claim independence all they like, this government, but they, I believe, are setting the direction of the sentencing. And I don't know about you, but listening to Andrew Costa this morning, you know, Mike was on a tear. I think it's fair to say. And I thought, Andrew Costa, at least you could understand what he was saying, unlike when I had him on for the hour. He communicated far better. Even if you didn't like what he was saying, at least you could understand what he was saying. But I don't know about you, but listening to him at the end, it sounded to me like he was constitutionally bound to not say a single solitary thing. But he was jolly well encouraging Mike to do so. It is clear we are dealing with a range of challenges at the moment. There's no doubt about that. New Zealand is still a relatively safe country. Um, and so, you know, we need to keep that in perspective. But look, we, we have to keep having this conversation. It's the right what? one to have. Andrew, oh, for uh, God's sake, what's the point of continuing to have an endless conversation if nothing comes out of it? You sound like an apologist for the government and a soft on crime no, approach. No, and people are now not, dead. Mike, I've got my job to do. Uh, my job is not to set the policies. My job is not to pass the sentences. You are entitled to have that conversation, and you are. Good on you. Um, We will do our job, and others decide the balance of it. Now, I'm sorry, I don't think that good on you sounded sarcastic or ironic. I, I don't know what the police commissioner was thinking, but what it sounded like he was saying is, I have my job to do. You keep doing yours. You keep questioning. You keep asking. You keep pointing out that cutting prison numbers has not made New Zealand a safer place to be. That when you allow discount after discount after discount after discount, and you're encouraged and exhorted to apply discount after discount after discount when you're a member of the judiciary, then you run the risk of having what happened yesterday happen again. 
For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.